What's good, everybody? It is Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. This is the Early Edge, powered as always by Sportsline. I am the coach, and coming off another, another 2-0 night in the Elite Eight. That makes us 8-2 now in the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight with our picks. Absolutely killing it. Unfortunately, the Pacers decided to run into a Russell Westbrook buzzsaw. 35 points, 21 assists, 14 rebounds. We're okay losing to a performance like that last night. And unfortunately, our NASCAR dog of the day, um, he got in a wreck early at Bristol, and we were out of that too. But we are winning. We are happy about it. Let's bring in our cappers right now. And, oh, we're very excited. Uh, we're going to introduce him first today because he's been gone for three days. I can't get one more tweet, Maestro, about when's the Maestro coming back. Good morning, sir. Oh, great to be back, guys. I see you've been holding it down pretty well, though. Well, this guy right here has been doing the do right here. M squared, waking up all fresh every day, killing it. Good morning, sir. Good morning, coach. Uh, yeah, I love to see that Baylor result for me last night and for everyone here. But, man, I'm still a little salty about that Pacers game. Felt so good getting all that closing line value. Felt like the Bucks last week. But I'm over it. Well, we're going to go 2-0 again in the sweet early Elite Eight here today. So we're good. We always say it's on to the next. So here we go. Storylines that could affect the betting lines today. And these have been really, really important lately. M squared, the floor is yours. All right. We'll start with Bradley Beal once again. We talked about it on the show yesterday. He sat. Russell Westbrook still ripped our hearts out. But Bradley Beal is questionable again tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. They're also still without Davis Bertans off the bench, who has been really good for them. Malik Monk has been upgraded to probable. That's pretty significant for Charlotte as he really helps them out with some depth with Lamella Ball out. For the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid is still out. However, he's very close to returning. Wouldn't surprise me if we get some more news about that later on today. For the Orlando Magic, Gary Harris, Cole Anthony still out. Michael Carter-Williams is listed as in. Be careful with that one. He was listed out, then in, then out, and then in. Ended up playing in the last game. And then the Los Angeles Clippers, they are also on the second night of a back-to-back. Paul George is listed as questionable. He was a late scratch with a foot injury last night. Rondo, who they just acquired, doubtful. Serge Ibaka, doubtful. Patrick Beverly, doubtful. They're not going to need them tonight against Orlando, so pay attention to that with Paul George. And that looks like all the NBA news sign, only four games. All right, very cool. Thank you, Mikey, uh, very much. Uh, the other big storyline, obviously, is the Final Four. We have two of those members already there, Baylor and Houston. Maestro, what is your storyline today? Well, I was talking to my buddies about this game and saying I thought it was going to open three and a half, and I was surprised when it opened a little higher and money coming in on Baylor, and it's up to five. You know, Houston is the best offensive rebounding team in the country. Baylor is vulnerable, you know, in that way on the defensive glass, but I think the key is look who Houston has beaten to get here. You know, Cleveland State, Rutgers, Syracuse, Oregon State, they have not faced a murderer's row, and I think you're seeing that in the line with Baylor winning again, covering again, and looking like that team that we thought they were for most of the season. So let me ask you real quick before we do our plays for today. If somebody wanted to get in money on Baylor and they felt really strongly about it, do you think the number from where it is now is going to go up or stay the same? Or what would your, your advice be? You know, my guess is that we're not going to see a lot of movement. I don't think it's going to get five and a half or six. I could be wrong. I mean, Baylor, look what happened against Nova. You know, that was started mm-hmm. in the six range, ended at seven right. and a half. Um, we've seen a lot of movement on Baylor, so it could go higher. I don't 
think, though, I mean, if I had to bet, I think it probably will close five. Okay. Well, uh, if that's the case, then you can hold off until we get to uh, the weekend to play that. Uh, but we'll keep you up to date throughout the week right here on the Early Edge. All right. It is time for our plays today. And we tell you all the time, education, entertain. And we're not going to just give games to give games. Today, kind of a light day on picks, but we feel very strongly about them. So remember that uh, because the one thing you never want to do at home as a sports better is just play just to play. You got to feel strongly about your play. Here we go. We've got two today from Sportsline. The first one, one of the Elite Eight games, and it's our Chiefs dog of the day. USC plus eight and a half against Gonzaga, 715 Eastern. This kind of goes against every metric that Gonzaga has this year. Winning all these games by double figures. Uh, winning all the games so far in this tournament by double figures. But here's the problem. They're really good inside USC. They got those two brothers. And then USC coach Annie Enfield, all time, 10-0 against the spread in the NCAA tournament. We're rolling with the Trojans. Our other play today, we're going to the NHL. Capitals minus 110 over the Rangers. Washington, in our simulations, wins this matchup over 60% of the time. They won 16 of his past six or 14 of their past 16 games, and they are 17 3 and 1 over the past 21. Take the Capitals. You're only laying 10 cents. All right, it's time for our boards. M squared, you know the drill. Give it to me. All right, Coach, let's look at Michigan and UCLA. I'm taking Michigan minus six and a half, and this one is kind of painful because these are the two teams that I really rode the entire tournament, starting with the playing game. Definitely the two most profitable teams for me in the postseason overall. But I love Michigan and the way they play defensively. They are a legitimate top five defense in the country. They're playing just fine without Isaiah Livers. Now they get a spot that they're going to be very comfortable in, and that's going to be a slower half-court game. UCLA is definitely going to want to play a half-court game just like Michigan is here. I give the edge in terms of offensive and defensive rebounding to Michigan as they have Hunter Dickinson down there. I like Franz Wagner as well. I think he's very, very underrated for this Michigan team. I think this is a great spot. My simulations make it minus 7.4. A lot of public action coming in on the dog here with UCLA, which makes sense. They've been covering. They've been a really popular dog. They do carry name value. So that all makes sense. I think you'll see it even out a little bit more as it gets closer to this game locking tonight, as I think a lot of people like myself are waiting for this number to dip under seven to six and a half, as that's a relatively key number in these college basketball games here. So give me Michigan minus six and a half. Again, I make it minus 7.4. I think it's a very strong play in this spot. It's always the toughest thing when you're betting in the NCAA tournament because you start to root for these teams that are making you money. And these are two that we have been on other than the Alabama game every step of the way. Michigan, UCLA, four games already they have played, uh, and three of those have cashed uh, for us. So it's tough, but we'll take Michigan uh, minus the points. All right, Maestro, it's your turn. Let's go. All right, I'm going to back up Mikey, and I'm going to also lay the points with Michigan. I mean, UCLA burned me against Alabama. They played an amazing game, and Alabama, you, we know how poorly they shot from the foul line. They also shot poorly from three-point range. And when you look at UCLA's opponents in the tournament, they're shooting less than 25%, 20 of 82 from deep. I don't think that continues tonight because Hunter Dickinson is a post-up player. They have not faced an offensive post-up player like this in the tournament. And what he does when he's not scoring is he sets up those guys for open threes. Michigan shoots over 38% from deep. That ranks 11th in the country. I think a little regression is coming. I think Michigan is going to shoot well uh, against the UCLA team that may be a little bit 
tired. So I am going to lay the points as well with Michigan. And then in the NBA, two props, Michael Porter Jr., even though Aaron Gordon now in the lineup, Michael Porter Jr. played 27 minutes, Aaron Gordon played 21 minutes. Michael Porter Jr.'s number has come down 23 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. He's gone over it in 11 straight. He shot at least 50% in 11 straight, going to keep riding it until it doesn't cash. And then Devontae Graham, under five and a half assists. You know, he had an eight assist game that kind of sticks out. But other than that, eight of the last nine, he's gone under this number. Uh, I think he stays under five and a half assists tonight for Devontae Graham. I'm really glad you gave out that points, rebounds, and assists for Michael Porter Jr. Because I get a lot of tweets from people that say their books that they use uh, don't have just the points, rebounds play, but it's almost always points or points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, and one of the books I use, it's the same way. They really have the points and rebounds uh, together. All right, we are up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil, jeweler. Thank you very much. Here is our recap today. M squared and the Maestro are both on Michigan, minus six and a half. Now, Mikey says you may want to wait a little bit for it to dip back down maybe to six or maybe even to five and a half. This will not go up, so you can wait till closer to tip time. Uh, the Maestro. A couple of player props for you. Devontae Graham under five and a half assists. That's in the Hornets-Wizards game, tipping off at 7 Eastern. You're laying 105. And then Michael Porter Jr. He has really started to be more and more aggressive for the Nuggets. Over 23 and a half points, assists, and rebounds. They tip at 9 Eastern, the Nuggets against the Sixers. And then our sports line plays of the day. The other Elite Eight game, USC plus eight and a half. Remember, their head coach in the infield, 10 and 0, all time, all time against the spread in the NCAA tournament. And then on the ice, the Capitals, minus 110, 17-3-1 in their last 21 games on the ice. You've got your marching orders. By the way, USC, Chiefs dog of the day. We're taking all these tickets today straight to the pay window. For M squared, for Chief, for the maestro, great to have him back, and the jeweler who puts this all together. I'm the coach. Remember, every single day before 11 a.m., we do it in 10 minutes or less. Daily Early Edge. Good luck.